Welcome to the Age of Victoria podcast. My name's Chris Fernandez Packham. Thank you for tuning in. Hi everyone, I'm back. My cocktail fueled holiday in Spain is over. For those of you who follow the podcast on Twitter or Facebook, you probably know all about the world's worst mojito that I was served or my adventures surfing. It has almost inspired me to do a mini-sode on the fascinating character of Sir William Topes McGonagall and his truly awful poetry, including poems on Waterloo, pretty much a match for the absolutely ghastly cocktails I was given. Still, mustn't grumble, as they say. McGonagall stands large in history as the worst poet who has ever lived. His life was filmed with delusions of greatness, and he caused some vexation to Queen Victoria. But frankly, he's too interesting to cover here. I think if people are really keen to hear the saga of McGonagall and the world's worst poetry and learn more about this epic madman, deluded poet and his dreadful verse, well then, let me know by email or Twitter or on Facebook. Still, as a treat, I will give you a brief preview of McGonagall's epic on Waterloo. Quote, "'Twas in the year 1815 and the on the 18th day of June... That British cannon against the French army loudly did boom upon the everable, memorable, bloody field of Waterloo, which Napoleon remembered while in St. Helena and bitterly did rue. The morning of the 18th was gloomy and cheerless to behold, but the British soon recovered from the severe cold that they had endured the previous rainy night, and each man prepared to burnish his arms for the coming fight. Then the morning passed in mutual arrangements for battle, and the French guns at half past eleven loudly did rattle, and immediately the order for attack was given. Then the bullets flew like lightning till the heavens sounded riven. End quote. As you can hear, this is pure Blackadder's Baldrick stuff. It works best if you imagine it read by Rowan Atkinson as Baldrick or perhaps the legendary Sir Harry Seacombe in The Goons Show. Sadly, during his life, the great McGonagall never got the joke. He believed God himself had called on him to be a great poet, and come hell or high water, that was what he would do. If you really don't like McGonagall, though, and frankly I'll be shocked, then perhaps you need to have your artistic soul soothed by something from Lord Byron, set on the eve of the campaign on the night of the Duchess of Richmond's ball, quote, There was a sound of revelry by night, and Belgium's capital had gathered then, her beauty and her chivalry and bright. The light shone o'er fair women and brave men, a thousand hearts beat happily, and when music arose with its voluptuous swell, soft eyes looked love to eyes, which spake again, and all went merry as a marriage ball. But hush, hark! A deep sound strikes like a rising knell. Did ye not hear it? No. T'was but the wind. Or the car rattling o'er the stormy street. On with the dance. Let joy be unconfined. No sleep till morn, when youth and pleasure meet. To chase the glowing hours with flying feet. But hark! That heavy sound breaks once more. 
as if the clouds. Its echo would repeat, and nearer, clearer, deadlier than before. Arm, arm, it is, it is, the cannon's opening roar. End quote. Personally, I prefer the full McGonagall, but that's obviously my poor taste. I just hope I never end up being the McGonagall of podcasting. If you are wondering why we are talking about poems on Waterloo, well, you will be pleased to know that my time on holiday was not just spent on surfboards or drinking bad cocktails. I also managed to get a lot of work in on scripts for the upcoming episodes. The episode for 01 of September 2017 couldn't be recorded and edited in time. As always, I feel that the point of this podcast is to provide you with high-quality content to a high standard. I simply don't want to release a rushed job that isn't up to scratch. This means that the next full episode will be released on 01 of October 2017. That episode, and the two after it, will be covering Waterloo. The battle is pivotal, and paves the way for the new settlement of European politics till the 1840s. There is some fascinating stuff to cover. I will also be covering battlefield medicine and surgery following Waterloo. That should give us some good stuff for the next three episodes. We will also cover Napoleon's return to France, the Congress of Vienna, how Britain was left with the opportunity to conquer huge parts of the world. We will also want to check in on India, Ceylon, the early years of the American colonies after independence, Ireland, and maybe even Britain herself and the monarchy. After that, well, you will just have to listen, because the world awaits. So if anyone was worried that the holiday break meant that the podcast was about to fade, don't. It is just getting started, and we have a blockbuster century to cover. Okay, thank you for listening. Um, Feel free to contact me at ageofvictoriapodcast at gmail.com. That's ageofvictoriapodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments or concerns. You can also visit our website at ageofvictoriapodcast.com. The show can be downloaded from iTunes, Stitcher, etc. And if you want to help support the show, please do visit the website or better yet, leave a review on iTunes. Growing our community is a fantastic way to keep this podcast going and the reviews really help. <laughs>